Podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's FF episode 2680. Wow. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast. It's daily, it's Mike, and it's a podcast. Hi, I'm Mike Matthews. And there's some stuff, there's some interesting things, there's some news, there's some, well, hey, did you know that today happens to be National Daughters Day? Okay. Let's hear it for daughters out there. We've heard it from Mike's Daily Podcast. We've heard about fathers. We've celebrated mothers, grandmothers, grandfathers, now daughters. Mike's and sons. Daily. At some point. Podcast. It's National Quesadilla Day. Yeah. It's also National Family Day. Well, that pretty much encompasses everything. And maybe enjoy a delicious quesadilla. Or how about a lobster quesadilla? Because it's also National Lobster Day. If you're listening to this on the 25th. National Tune-Up Day. I guess uh, suggesting, hey, you should give your mechanic some money. Make sure your car doesn't break down as quickly as it would. It's also National Comic Book Day. And... When I used to walk Basil the Boxer, the late great Basil the Boxer, up at Fairmont Ridge, I'd run into this other guy named Mike. And Mike used to run a comic book store. And he said, yeah, well, for comic book day, the comic book uh, publishers send us a bunch of free copies of stuff that they want to promote. And so you can basically show up at the comic book store and get free comic books. Yes, what a 50-year-old guy is supposed to... Why he's knowing this? I guess I was in my early 50s at that point when he told me. But yeah, that was okay. And I got the comic book and I'm like, Yeah, that this would have been great 40 years ago. But now I'm, I'm a jaded old man. And there's so much comic book movie stuff in the theaters these days. And here's today's podcast picture. The podcast picture is of San Francisco. I was there recently and walking along the Embarcadero and there's that cool view of Coit Tower. I took a picture of that and walked past a lot of people trying to sell hot dogs and smothered in bacon and onions. Quite fragrant. Mostly men buying those. I guess they're going to a baseball game, so. And baseball makes you want to eat hot dogs and drink beer and there's the late great Basil the Boxer. Yes, he, I drew a comic of him, kind of, a couple times, that I posted a picture of him in the podcast picture, a drawing of him. And if you go to mikesdailypodcast.com and scroll towards the bottom, you will see pictures that I drew of him. It's pretty interesting. And yes, I guess I'm not quite all there today because I had a fall. Yes, apropos. Fall has begun, autumn, and yours truly had a fall. Not like I fell down the stairs or something, but it's almost as bad. And it's also very... Uh, I'm, a, I'm less than a month away from my 55th birthday. Mike scavenger hunt. And life, the universe, God, they're reminding me, hey, you're getting old, Mike. Check this out. There's a great song from George Jones, the late great George Jones. That's I Don't Need Your Rocking Chair. And he released it as he was getting on in years and he hadn't had a hit on the country charts in a long time. 
So he put this song out. A lot of famous country singers of the time sang along with him on it. It turned out to be a country hit. Not as big as he stopped loving her today. What's the cliche of the week? 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 You don't, I don't need your rocking chair was the song. I have two rocking chairs in my backyard. Now I only have one. When I moved into the house in Podcastro Valley, that's where we are, by the way. We're broadcasting from Cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Ten. What's the cliche of the week? 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 I had just moved from Alabama, and Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama, you see rocking chairs everywhere. You heard of Cracker Barrel. Well, on the front porch of every Cracker Barrel, there's a bunch of rocking chairs. The Micropedia Insanica. I, I had, did not have a rocking chair when I lived in Alabama, so now I have two and I'm in California. And it was kind of funny. It was a reminder of Alabama. And they're fun to do. Well, here's the thing. My patio is not that level. Over the years, with all the rain and the water and, the, and it you know causes even concrete to not be level anymore it shifts and i had a big shift in the in the patio and today with my lovely lady friend we were both in our rocking chairs <laughs> we just had a really nice sunday brunch oh and i you know the apples i got a ton of apples in my backyard from volunteer apple trees that showed up over the years Oh, well, I made this really cool apple breakfast thing with it using a skillet. So good. So we're sitting there in our in our rocking chairs. Awesome. And I said, I said, I'm going to really rock this rocking chair. I'm going to rock back, take a nice big rock back, rock forward, that kind of thing. Well, I rock back and the rocking chair shifts and it's no longer on the level part. It's on a lower part in the shift of the... Uh, patio So now I've gone from one surface level To a lower surface level And I'm back on the back parts Of the rocking chair The back parts of the What would you call that The the skis or whatever That, that, roll, that you roll on The things that hold you up I go back on the back part And well now th- this rocking chair is pretty old And yours truly is not that light Bam, rocking chair breaks right underneath me And I land right on my back Everybody make some noise <laughs> Bringing to you Live From <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go Podcaster Valley Mont <laughs> Mike's Daily Podcast What got me was The rocking chair seat Has these little I don't know what do you, what are the things you make up a barrel with? The the slides? Is that what they call them? Yo, the mic tip. Well, the that's kind of what is the seat of this rocking chair. They're these pieces of wood that that stick out. The news bleed section. <laughs> I just looked up how to make a barrel. <laughs> I it, I can't 
I'll think of it And I'll probably name the podcast that As we go outside a cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton The last place on earth Um That What Someone who makes a barrel Is a barrel maker A barrel or It's also known as a cask by the way Matthew's News Oh staves It's a stave Okay, so one of the staves... So I'm sitting on basically these little, like, staves. Fair and unbalanced. When I hit the ground, the staves are now pointing straight up in the air. Well, my legs are sitting over the staves, right? So the staves stab the back of my legs. So I get these... Two gashes in my legs. The one on my left leg is the worst one. That that hurts. And I'm just stunned. And my lovely lady friend's like, what happened? <laughs> and when something like that has happened, the last thing you want to do is explain, just as I have, the whole story of what just happened. Well, I was rocking back. Blah, 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 blah. The staves got me. MTV News. You hear it. First. She gets some hydrogen peroxide. We put it on the two. Because I've got these cuts now in the back right behind my knee. These cuts from the staves. Thank you, staves. And so she puts some hydrogen peroxide on them. They're still a little bit sore. But what I'm worried about at my age is my back. And my dad had back problems. I had really bad back problems in my 30s and my 40s, early 40s. When I was married, my wife's father, my father-in-law was notorious for roping me into these projects that would just utterly obliterate my back. He had horrible back problems too. And so because he had the bad back problems, he'd ask me, the younger guy, to do stuff and it would hurt my back. And I'd be in as bad a condition as him. Well, not as bad. He had actual like... Uh, rods Metal rods in his back To keep his back together And I didn't want to get that far into it So sometimes I'd tell him Hey you know uh, I'm going to be busy that day Can't help you pull solid concrete out of the ground For no apparent reason So yes I'm really I, I just I hope when I wake up tomorrow morning I don't have A completely throbbing back And I can't You know back pain just is horrid of the, however, my lovely lady friend, she swears by a chiropractor. Now that's interesting because my ex-wife, her family was big in with chiropractors. In fact, one of them used to uh, really help out. There is a chiropractor school in Hayward. Life grand. And I used to just laugh at chiropractors. Yeah, yeah. But then when you got back problems, it's like, oh, I need a chiropractor. So he's been very helpful for my lovely lady friend, this chiropractor that she found. And so who knows? I might have to do that because this dang rocking chair was obliterated with the weight of my body and the shift in the surface of the patio. And the fact that it was very old and had been out there 
for through rain and all kinds of cold weather and the elements and who knows how old the rocking chair was before my ex parents in laws picked it up for me. But if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No. And it is a fall day, and I did have a fall day, and I had a fall, so huh. It should be just called fall day today, along with the, all the other days I mentioned. Right? Good. But we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, to the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Matthew. It's Matt. I'm I'm so sorry that you fell on your back. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, the cool thing is when I did fall back, I didn't fall on solid concrete. There was some clothes and things. Well, not clothes, but like blankets and things that just happened to be on the ground. Yeah, my backyard's a mess. So I landed on that. It could have been a lot worse. So have you ever fallen down? Yes. Do you like rocking chairs? Yes. Do you like staves? No. Yeah, I'm starting to not like staves either. Look who else is here. Hello, Dave Mike. This is Valentino the Parking Attendant. And his advice of badly. Mike, we are big fans of Jane Child's Day. Yeah, Jane Child. First of all, I just want to just um, thank everyone for joining us here on this show. This is great. We had, I played the segment, Let's Go Back with Matthews. And one of the things, Jane Child, one of the, so we played back, I did a New Year's Eve show, 1990 into 1991, and we were counting down the top songs of 1990. One of them was Jane Child. She had a song, I Don't Want to Fall in Love. Mike ripped someone a new one. It went to number one. It was her only hit. And at the time, if you look at the video, you think, oh my, this is, and oh yeah, she is a year older than me. So she's 56. So she had this look back in 1990, 89-90. Big old pierced nose and a chain going from her nose to her ear. And she had this like, uh, what, what would you call it? A mullet hairdo. But like think of the top of the mullet being this all poofy, straight up, almost mohawky hair. And in the back, Part, the, so that's the business in the front and the party in the back was all this braided hair that went down to her like shoes. And yes, she had a very odd look. You can still find the video on YouTube. She was born in Toronto, which is interesting because a few years after her getting huge from Canada, along comes Alanis Morissette. And had a bunch of hits But her, her her music sound Was more like pop More like R&B But she had this look like she was alternative Like an alternative rock punk singer type So She has been married to Cat Gray Who is the chief musician On the song on the, on the TV show Let's Make a Deal Isn't that the one With the guy that uh, Oh What's it Brady Wayne Brady They've been married since 2004 So almost 20 years They've been married Her look was inspired by African and East Indian cultures As well as the punk movement And the video to the song Don't Want to Fall in Love Features a lot of New York City 
which is interesting to see because you're looking around New York circa 1989, 1990. And she's walking around. You get a cool look of that. Apparently, she had another song that came out uh, 2009 called Here Not There. And I guess we can play a little bit of it. Should we? Because we're going to do the segment, the uh, Mike Matthews New Tunes feud. So... Yeah, all those artists that were big in 1990, like Taylor Dane, Alana Miles, Lisa Stansfield, Nina Cherry was big at that time. And here's a little bit of a song called Here, Not There. Wow, who does she sound like? That's interesting. She sounds like someone else, doesn't she? All right. Well, welcome to the segment now. The Mike Matthews New Tunes feud. She sounded, I guess like, who's that? Lisa Loeb kind of sounds a little bit like her. You say, I don't think like they say that at the lyrics. I can't remember. Off the top of my head. First song is... Alanis Morissette Maybe she does kind of have an Alanis Morissette sound too But The first song I'm going to play you a couple songs here You tell me which one you like the best And I will try If you vote for the song That you like I'll try and get the artist For the song you like best on the show How about that That'll be our little Hey here's a band called Thanks for Coming <laughs> it's a song songwriting project of Rachel Brown, who's with they them. Or no, that's maybe just her pronouns. Or it could be her band, I don't know. One half of the duo, oh, Water From Your Eyes is the band she's with. Rachel Brown started recording music alone in Chicago. Did I also tell you my elbow hurts, the back of my left elbow? Because when I fell and hit the ground, my elbow just smacked the ground, so... Ah! So she started uh, recording music alone in Chicago during high school. Their first band camp release bears the description, I wrote these songs instead of doing homework. Initially keeping those early songs a secret. During this time, a friend encouraged them to attend stand-up open mics. Performing stand-up soon became a weekly routine and a chance outing to a DIY show connected the dots between those private recordings and the idea of starting a band Soon after They recorded their first album Full band Release Dude Just Shut Up With their Water From Your Eyes Bandmate Nate Amos On drums In the summer of 2015 Released just, just a few years Before they moved to New York City To study film And television At New York University Where they have remained Since Look I understand There are all these New pronouns Going on And some people Want they and them If you do that I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do. Just know, and this is a matter of fact, this is just objectively the the deal. You're going to cause your reader (laughs) when you're writing stuff about you or having someone write about you. They're going to get a little bit confused. Just a little bit. They then, wait, are we talking about several people? Not one? I mean, is it something that people can get used to? Yeah. 
But I come from the point of view of people don't really put too much energy into things because they are so drained with all the stuff they have to do in life. They have a lot going on. And so the last thing they need to do is to try and figure out what is going on in the sentence that they're reading. It's just called being spoon fed. And that's maybe a bad thing to be spoon fed because then you're not thinking for yourself. Wine. Well, I like the whiny white man wine list. But let's listen to a little bit of thanks for coming. And their song called Loop. Loop. Thanks for coming is the name of that band. The other song we have that was sent to me at Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com is a band called New Friends. It says, take a listen to our cathartic and self-aware rendition of High and Dry by Radiohead. Radiohead, it says, hey Mike, Radiohead have inspired us in so many ways inside and outside the studio. When looking through their catalog, one of the songs that spoke to us immediately was High and Dry because it encapsulates a lot of the melodic inspiration and subject matter we have as a group when we make original music. Here is a little bit of the song High and Dry by the band that is called New Friends. There you go. The band New Friends there and High and Dry. And now on the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud, here's a song from Mia Dyson, and it's called Come To Me. Hello out there, I'm nervously excited to write you and share the beginning of the release of a more vulnerable set of songs than I have ever released before. There are plenty of stories to share and a lot more to tell you, but for now the song Come To Me is out now. You can listen wherever you get music. I want to venture to take people as they are right now. I think perhaps accepting you is a shorter route to accepting myself. Uh Please keep being you and I'll keep being me. What? That's, I, I can't keep being me. All right, maybe I can. I think I will because I don't want to be, I'm, you know, I could be worse. I could be better, but I'm fine with what I am. With my stave injuries and all. Here's a little bit of Come to Me by Mia Dyson. Mia Dyson with Come to Me. Wow. She has uh, over a thousand subscribers. Good for her. You know, I did a little bit of research. And it is not, you don't make that much money on YouTube. I mean, you really got to have crazy statistics. I mean, the amount of people listening to analytics and all that. It, it has to be through the roof before you even make any, like maybe a couple thousand. Just what I've noticed. Okay. Hi, Mike, says this new person. My song, 
9999 is about multiple realities. More specifically, it represents the 9,999 ways out of 10,000 that your life could have gone. Had you made one specific decision as opposed to another. It's a reflection on a life, a relationship, whatever, where you made a decision and things ended up one way instead of another. This is the artist by the name of Jacob Wheel. Jacob Wheel Music. Here is the song 9999. Nice. Jacob Wheel there. And the song called 9999. And then our last song is by, is this Vicky Von Vicky? Hi, Mike. I've always been attracted to the Springsteen style of songwriting where you develop characters and a story which are largely fictional that are drawn from personal experiences. I would, I usually like to put some sort of twist on that too, like the Pixies would. Lyrically, I was inspired last summer to write these songs or write the song called Not The Man. Oh yeah, like the Pixies had, didn't they have Here Comes Your Man? In the voice of someone who's looking for a purpose and some sort of legacy in their life. Thanks for listening, Michael Wynn of Vicky Von Vicky. And here is the song called Not The Man. Vicky, not the man. Sorry, I can't play the whole song. Otherwise, I get dinged by YouTube. So, which one did you like better out of those five? Did you like New Friends? Actually, the first song was Thanks for Coming with their song called Loop. Did you like the uh, cover of High and Dry by New Friends? Did you like Mia Dyson's Come to Me? Did you like Jacob Wheel's 9999 or the song from Vicky Von Vicky, not the man. You can let me know. You can call me at 510-228-4640. That's 510-228-4640. And I would love to say, and with more ways to reach me, it's A-Frame. But I actually have one little bit of other interesting news I wanted to bring to you. This is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. And that is, and I, I don't really watch sports that much. But Aaron Rodgers had that horrible injury. He didn't fall backwards in a, in, in a, in a rocking chair and hurt his the back of his knees. No. Uh, it was an Achilles, Achilles heel thing. Aaron Rodgers' salary is about $35 million this season and next. The Players Union is again urging the league to replace artificial turf fields with real grass. They are saying that in 10 of the 11 regular seasons, players were hurt more often on synthetic surfaces than on natural grass. And there are natural gas buses that fly by my house every day. And I don't mind that because it's natural gas and it's not as loud as a regular bus. Sorry. Last year, the injury rate was 37% higher on AstroTurf. 
Going au natural would cost an estimated $850,000 for each of the NFL's 15 turf fields. A drop in the bucket compared with the league's $12 billion in revenue last season and the cost of paying Aaron Rodgers $35 million this season and next when he's not even going to play. Lawn Tech, the Arizona Cardinals, and Las Vegas Raiders have retractable grass fields that roll outside for sunshine. That is amazing. I'm not that into sports, but little facts like that, I love. And that came from Rob Black. I produce his podcast, The Rob Black Show. And you can find that on all your podcast places. And he does a radio show on AM 1220, KDOW, weekday mornings. And he's also seen on the TV station Kron, K-R-O-N, weekdays in the 9 a.m. hour. In Spain, Real Madrid's new grass pitch recedes to an underground irrigation and UV therapy, UV light therapy system. And here's a couple other quick little interesting bits. I love British television. I am currently watching The Mysteries of Inspector Lindy, Lindley now. It was a early 2000s mystery show. This guy, this kind of posh British guy and then a more of the streets type, uh, you know, street smart type person, not of the streets, but street smart type, more lower class person. A woman, they're teamed up and they solve murders. Mike's absolutely useless review. And it doesn't, it's not better than Lewis, but both of these actors were on Lewis, so that's how we found their old show. But like Idris Elba was in one of the epi- episodes, there was the guy that played uh, Professor Xavier, not. Not Patrick Stewart. Not Patrick Stewart. Make it so, number one. Not him, but the guy that played a younger version of him in the early X-Men type movies. So we were, we've been watching that. We like sort of the British culture that's going on. The things that we can figure out what's going on in British culture. House, Father Brown mysteries. We watch so much British television. But 800 British pubs introduced dynamic pricing adjustment. So what does that mean? That means 25 cents per pint at peak time. It, it, it's a, so I guess your drink goes up by 25 cents and they don't have cents there, right? They have uh, 12 quid uh, pounds and I'm not sure what the individual, the, the yeah. The hike has not been well received. I got to watch more British television to find out what the individual little penny thing is. So Taylor Swift, she was dating a British guy for a while, but now now it's a I think a football player. But apparently the largest newspaper company is hiring two reporters to cover not the stock market, not sports, but Taylor Swift. Yes, that is their beat. Taylor Swift. Gannett-owned papers, The Tennessean and USA Today, also are on the hunt for a reporter to cover the Beyonce beat. Oh, my gosh. The bottom of the chart. Pretty good goddamn songs that never made it on the radio because people didn't think they were worth it. But you know what? 
they come back up and people start playing them and it's like oh, where'd that come from their own private reporters to find them to follow them around and get stories on them Gannett cut 205 of its 3,440 people media division back in December by the way so it's interesting that they're creating a whole new role for this as they had released so many people and that is going on in media these days a lot of radio huge radio corporations let a bunch of people go this year Facebook let a bunch of people go and then retailers are losing $100 billion a year from friendly fraud, bots, and coupon stacking. What is friendly fraud? One company saw friendly fraud when 4,000 abusive customers took advantage of a steep 35% discount promotion for first-time customers. It cost the company more than $14 million annually. And they're trying to watch out with that, with the inflation and all that. Apparently, the largest spending increases outside of gas station sales were clothing and electronic stores. But yeah, it is costing so much. Stores selling sporting goods and hobby equipment, home furnishings, and miscellaneous items saw the biggest sales declines in the month of September. And there you go. If you would like to chime in about anything we covered today, 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, it is a friend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.